Welcome to episode 41 of Thrival the Fittest. I am Ross Poindexter, and this is Glenn Dawson. And we're here to talk some some mindset shit, right? Yeah, yeah, this is a very important one. And I, like, thanks for introducing me every single time, Ross. And one of these times I think I, I like, I want to so bad and say, I'm Glenn Dawson with Reset You Fitness, like I do for every other video. Yeah. Um, but you like run the podcast, so I kind of have to like just let you do it, and it feels so weird. I I, um, I really don't have an ego, but like, I don't when, either. When Andrew uh, last week on last week's podcast about butts, if you haven't checked that out, go check it out. But Big Booty Expert Brand or uh, Andrew, sorry. Uh, said he loved my intro, so I kind of got a little ego from it. I'm gonna keep doing it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have an ego, it's more like a triggered response, yeah. Like when the lights go on, I just announce who I am and like what right. I do and everything just because I've done this so many times, but um, yeah. So this this week, it's not as sciencey, we're not actually talking about um, science. This is actually one of the most important things, though for people getting into, into shape. And it actually took me eight years of being a trainer to figure out. Um, and, and first of all, before we dive into this mindset shift that you have to make, um, I feel like people that say like, you need to like change your mindset for fitness. Um, I used to have this like negative connotation with it. Like you're just, you're just shitty at your job. If that's, if that's what you're doing, if you're just saying like, Hey, you have to change your mindset yeah. to like get healthy. Like if that's the only thing you say, then their programs are terrible. Right. I've literally met like online, um, like weight loss coaches who only do mindset. Like once you change your mindset, the pounds just come off and it's fucking ridiculous. Like people have to have a solid plan. More importantly than anything, you have to have a scientifically based plan that is going to work. It has to be based in science and it has to work because if you're just killing yourself on a treadmill, you're not seeing results. It doesn't matter how good your mindset is. If you're not seeing results, you should probably not do that plan. And I don't right. care how many times you meditate over your plan. that's not working. It's not going to change the effectiveness of your plan. I'm so angry. I can't even speak correctly. <sighs> but yeah, like if your trainer tells you you need to work harder or you need to push yourself more, and that trainer hasn't like thought about their portion of your results and what they're responsible for. You need a different trainer. Right. That's first and foremost. Now reset you, we guarantee results, but there's a certain amount of people that don't actually get results in our program. This is very, very sad because me and Ross aren't in this for the money. Ryan's on this for the money. We didn't start reset you five years ago, six years ago for the money, we did it to get people results that weren't getting results before. One of the problems that we found was even with the scientifically based plan, people wouldn't do it. And yep. even though it was less work than they were doing before, less, like we don't ask anybody to do cardio, they still lose weight. We don't ask you to cut your calories to some very small number. You, you pretty much just eat what you want. And then we tell you like what would be the best amount for you. And if you hit that, you get better results and faster results, but that's not there either. Um, we ask you to basically just change your habits. That's it. But we found people still don't want to change their habits. 
And it's crazy because everybody that's ever come to Reset You, they've had an onboarding call. They've talked to one of our fitness professionals and they've told us that they have goals. They want change. They want to change their body. They want to change their lifestyle. They want to look tone. They want to look healthy. However, that being said, they want all this change to happen with what they're currently doing. Let me back up. They want all of this change to happen in their life. They want smaller waistline, toned abs, stronger, not to have pain, not to have a gassy, bloaty stomach. But they don't want to change what they're doing. So they, want, they don't want to change any of their inputs, but they want the output to change. Give me the insanity quote. Yeah. So the definition of insanity, just for everybody to know, because we're going to state that a lot today, <laughs> is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So if the program you were working with before, if the mindset you were doing before, things you were doing before didn't work, it'd be insane to think it's going to happen this time. But the problem is a lot of people don't actually know what needs to be changed. So let's hypothetically say you wanted to lose 20 pounds. You wanted to change your body. Say you wanted to go from 180 to 160. You got to change your mindset. You have to change your way of thinking, right? We're going to give you a different program and a different plan, but you actually have to do it. You got to change certain things about you that a fit person does. Like, I don't know, maybe you don't try to turn everything into chocolate cake, right? Like you don't try to go eat 10 quest bars because you think they're healthier and you're going to lose weight. They're still going to cause inflammation. Maybe you don't think, Oh, it's just one night. I'll have a glass of wine. It's not a big deal. But you do that two times a week and think that you're going to lose weight when that glass of wine has a ton of effect on your hormones. It's going to pull you back. Or maybe you don't sign up for something where you're asked to do a certain like meal plan to correct your hormonal environment. All this science is given to you. Um, but then you don't follow it. Like that seems like the simplest one. You just don't follow the plan or you pick and choose what you like out of the plan and you do that. Mm-hmm. But you also breed that with the plan that didn't work before that you liked guys, that whole mindset of doing the thing that you like and thinking that just because you like it, it's going to get your results is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. Because it's going to be like, it's, it's most likely the change you want isn't going to be something you're comfortable with and something that you like currently. Cause let me tell you this, the shit you like right now and the shit you're comfortable with isn't getting your results. <laughs> so like you're going to have to do something new, something that's a change, something that's going to make you uncomfortable. Right. And what it is, it's kind of going off of what you're saying. It's the, it's the law of karma. It's the law of cause and effect. Um, you know, if I'm going to uh, insult you, Glenn, you're going to most likely be offended, right? If I'm going to compliment you, you're most likely going to be, uh, you know, you're going to be like thankful. But what people don't know is that's a choice that you're making, right? So you yeah. have these you have these choices that you're making to to do that. But when you have that negative connotation or negative outlook on going to the gym or eating healthy, that's your choice. But what you can do <clears throat> is, you know, you just got to switch your outlook on it, essentially. You don't have to make those 
those choices in a sense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Definitely. And people think it's really funny the people that have that like victim mindset. I know you and um, Brandon did, did a podcast on victim mindset. Yeah. Uh, check out episode 17, everyone, if you want to see the podcast. On is that what it is? Mind- I don't know. Throwing it out there. <laughs> Maybe, so, but I, have it, I bet you that it's good though. 17 is yeah. probably a good one. Um, but like you have to realize how much power you're giving to yourself when you have control over your circumstances. There's so many people that are quick to blame out external circumstances. Yeah. Um, there's been tons of clinical studies done on this, but the people with the internal locus, which is basically people that think that they control uh, their destiny, right? They control the, whether something good or bad happens to them, they figure out where their control lies. Those people are far more successful than people with the external locus. The people with the external locus are the people that are always complaining that somebody else is out to get them or somebody's like all the bad stuff happens to them. It's literally, what are you focusing on? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and if you're that same person, if you're that external locus person where you think everybody's out to get you or your family's just overweight. And so you were overweight or your parents fed you macaroni and cheese and hot dogs when you were growing up, or you weren't taught all the things that you needed to learn in, in high school. You're literally handicapping yourself by yeah. giving yourself that excuse. By giving yourself that excuse, you are taking away your power. Let me explain. If, let's just say you're in an argument with somebody. Say me and Ross get in an argument. Yeah. And let's say Ross is 90% at fault. Yeah. And I'm 10% at fault. We all know that these arguments, there's always a percentage. And I claim 100% of my 10%. And even, like, claim 100% of Ross's 90%. Well, because I made that choice to take responsibility for my actions, it also makes me take responsibility for that action, which gives Ross no responsibility for the action. Now, you're probably like, well, then you just lost the argument, Glenn, and Ross is right and you were wrong. That's correct. Ross was right and I was wrong. But I'm also one that was responsible for it. So I have all the power for it because I was the one responsible. So when shit goes good, Guess who is responsible for it? Me. Right. It's giving me the control, me the power. And same thing. If you're blaming your manager and you're on your third job and you're blaming your manager because your manager's out to get you. Hey, guess what? The last manager was out to get you too. And the one before that was out to get you too. Maybe the common denominator isn't the manager. Maybe it's you. Mm -hmm. Hey, guess what? If you're on your fifth diet, and you're going through it and you're trying to figure out why these diets aren't working. Maybe it's not the diet's fault. Yeah. Maybe it's you. Now for sure, I have dude. a lot of sympathy for people that do plans that aren't going to get them results. If you do that move more, eat less approach, it's not going to work, but there's still people that are in our programs. I have one-on-one clients do this. They sign up and they pay two grand a month for training and they don't do what I ask them to do. Why would they do that? Doesn't make any sense. Like Ross, why would they do that? I don't know, bro. I don't know. You should ask me why. Oh, uh, <laughs> why, Glenn? <laughs> the reason these people are doing it, and they're gonna tell you till they're blue in the face that they want their goals so bad, is because they don't want their goals enough to let go of their current habits their current comfortability, 
Totally. They're conditioned reflexes. That, that just, uh, yeah. Just like if you, we've all seen it, right? Um, Ross, I'm sure you've had uh, a friend. We don't have to mention any names. That's in a bad relationship where maybe like the girl cheated on the guy like five times and they get in fights all the time. They've broken up six times, got back together. Yeah. And they're like, I just wish my relationship would get better. Yeah. And everybody externally can see, Hey, this relationship is, you guys just aren't good for each other. You guys should make a change, but they're so hesitant to, cause they're afraid if they make a change, this crappy relationship that they're in, they're afraid it's going to get worse. They're afraid if they leave, the comfortability of this shitty relationship that they're in, it'll get worse. Mm -hmm. And that maybe they've gained a little weight in this relationship and now their values drop and they're not going to be able to get somebody as good as a person that they don't even like. This is ridiculous. Saying it out loud. And if you're listening to it, you understand how ridiculous this sounds. But yeah, we see people do it all the time and they get stuck in this trap. It's the same exact thing for people who pay money for a fitness program. They have trainers like Ross will literally message every single one of our clients and ask them for their information. How much do you weigh? You haven't posted in a while. You're not using the stuff that you've paid for. How can I get you some help so that you can get info stuff that you paid for every opportunity in the world and they don't change. Why don't they change? Because they don't want to change their body to get to this goal. They don't want to change their habits as enough. And they're too comfortable to get to the change that they desire. And it's something that we've struggled with it in like in business. I know for me, one of the things I've been best at in business is just implementing something as quickly as possible and getting it done and priding myself on how quickly I get it done. But I don't really think as much as I should. Um, and so like, I mean, I'm changing, I'm embracing this change of just thinking ahead of time. Yeah. Thinking about every single move, making sure that every single thing I do is correct. Um, and embracing every single change. Like if you want to grow, you have to change, you have to put your money where your mouth is and change. Whatever your goal is, change is literally the best thing, dude. Like I don't even like like long-term goals anymore you know what i mean like my whole outlook on no elaborate on on long-term just like thinking about like oh what i want like what i want to look like five years from now or even just like a year from now you know i i I just take things a day at a time i i set daily goals and hit daily goals and and go from there you know living like live in the moment figure out what you want to change today to make you a better person tomorrow and just and just go step by step that way I'm a hundred percent with you, dude. Um, cause I like, I have a similar, similar outlook. Yeah. Um, especially like, uh, like my dog was like in the hospital and I was like, man, I'm going to lose him. Started thinking like, he's only got nine years max. Yeah. He's got six good ones, six good ones left. Um, he's got like five peak years left. Yeah. What can we do in his life to make it better? You know what I mean? Like, what can I do in his short time on this earth to make it better for him? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 
Kobe dies. He's 41. For me, I'm 33. That's not that far away. That's less than 10 years, right? If I got less than 10 years on this earth in this body and this go, go around, like, what am I going to do every single day? Like, why would I waste a day? Why would I take a day off and just exactly, you know what? Today I'm just going to say, fuck it. Not enjoy life. Today I'm just going to look at my fucking cell phone for three hours and forget about time and then look at it and go, Oh shit, it's dinner time. And then cook dinner. Yeah. Today I'm just going to go to work and I'm going to, fuck off and go on the internet for fucking three hours text all my friends not pay attention to any of them um about when we're gonna hang out in person and not enjoy life every single second that it gives you like those are the things and there's so many people because this is a fitness driven podcast that want a different body right um and i know this is gonna sound really corny ladies and gentlemen one of the most corny things ever but I want to ask you this question first before I say it. Um, are you waiting for your next body? Like are, are you waiting for like the next body? Are you waiting for your next go around? Do you have like a, a trade in? Are you going to go level up, buy a new body? Because I'm pretty sure you only get one. Pretty sure. Not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure you get one body. This is your vessel for this little trip in life. And like Ross said, you may not get tomorrow. You may not get the next day. None of this shit's guaranteed. You could lose it at any time. And so do you want to fucking, like if this, was a, if this was a car, like do you want to drive around in a beat up like Ford Taurus or something that's from like 1990 with the windows falling off and it's busted down and broken down and it's gained a lot of weight and it looks terrible and you don't even feel good about it. You don't even want to drive around in public. Like this isn't a, you like rarely leave your house and you don't go do all the shit that you want to do. Or do you want to drive around in the nicest car possible and go do all the fun shit and go turn heads and have people look at you, be able to drive really, really, really fast, take turns, corners, fast as you want like think about it right now if you're listening to this podcast and you don't run you don't jump you don't play with that with your body when was the last time you played when was the last time you went to the went out with your friends and they were like damn you look amazing when was the last time you went shopping and you didn't give a shit about what you were wearing or how it like hid your fat or how it made you look how it changed your curves and you just put on clothes and you knew that they were going to fit correctly. When was the last time you went to the gym and you lifted weights and you felt powerful and strong? When was the last time you went moving? And instead of feeling like just destroyed at the end of your moving day, you were easily moving things. When was the last time you went hiking and you weren't gassed at the, at the end of the hill or secretly asking your friends to stop and slow down for you? When was the last time you went to go play with your kids and actually fucking play? Like all of those things. You get one body. And if you're driving around and you're just surviving through life, you're not thriving. Not to talk about our our podcast name here. But if you're just surviving through life, why are you doing that? You don't get another body. You're not getting the second one. You can't buy a second one. You only get one. And if you want it to change, if you want to be able to do all the cool shit that you can do with a body, you want to go fucking rock climbing, you don't want to be in agonizing pain all the time, 
then you have to change what you're doing. You have to make a change. Simple yeah. thing. And the worst thing I hear is like, oh, but Glenn, but Ross, it's hard. It's hard to stay on track. It's hard to keep going to the gym. It's hard to stay on my diet. Well, guess what, dude? Life is hard. Life ain't easy. Life's not supposed to be easy or else everybody would be in shape, you know? And, and you know, is it really hard? We give you a, is it really hard to just to eat healthy or to, to go to the gym a couple of times a week? Is that, is that hard? Ask yourself that. So me and Ross are the worst person to ask this question, and this is a sensitive subject because it is, it is difficult for people to change their habits. We're where we're, we are well aware of that. So yeah, if we're saying, is this hard? I don't want you to get defensive. I don't want you to think about this. It's like, oh, these two fit guys who've been fit their whole life are telling me that it's not that hard. We get it. It's very difficult to break habit. However, you want if you're asking the universe or you're asking God for this amazing body that can do all these things and you've been fucking it up for 30 years, you've been fucking this body up, destroying it, eating whatever the fuck you wanted, not working out, not keeping up the maintenance, not doing anything, right? Yeah. And you're going to ask it for a change. And for most of us, our people, it's like, we've had people lose over a hundred pounds in a year. You want to change 30 years, 40 years of damage in less than a year, in six months, three months, whatever it is. And you're complaining about changing your habits or it's too hard to say no. Yeah. The drinks on the weekend with your girls or your friend brought over chips and you're afraid that because they brought over chips and you didn't have one of the chips that they're going to judge you. If you think that's hard. That's what I'm like, saying. Yeah. What, what about like shit that's actually hard? Yeah. <laughs> like our oh, yeah. grandparents in World War II, like shit was actually fucking hard. What about people that are like in the in the chemo ward right now with cancer, trying to fucking find a sliver of life that they could just be happy with so they can keep pushing through this and not just fucking die. Yeah, people that would like, do anything to have that chance to, you know, be able to make their bodies better, right? Like it's really not that fucking hard if you put it in perspective. There's so many, so many more harder things that you can go through in life. And there's people who like will do really, really, really hard workout programs and they'll kill themselves. But that, that pain, that pain that you think is going to come from changing your habits, such a small pain. And it's such it, a small pain. And, it, and it's the fact that people, once they start developing these habits too and they put in the work they love the person that they become they absolutely they love the body that they're getting they love the progress that they're getting they're loving their new lifestyle there's everyone that follows our program for example that like participates in everything they follow the meal plan they follow the workouts they're posting their balance assessment every week they have made significant changes in their bodies and in just their overall lifestyle in less than a year. And they, they can't imagine them themselves being any different. You know what I mean? Well, dude, and they, because they're developing these habits, it would be harder for them because a habit is just something that you're automated doing. It'd be harder for them to break their automation and not do these habits. Yeah. Right. So there's some things you guys have to know. Um, 
about about fit people that I wanted to let you know if you're not fit in shape right now that you're gonna have to change like if your goal is to be in fit to be fit in shape there's certain things that get done on a regular basis that aren't difficult but you have to change your minds and around them and remember like you don't have to say no to all these things you're not you're not limiting yourself you're giving yourself the gift of that amazing body right so one of the things that you're going to have to change is you're going to have to foam roll and stretch. If you're over 21, then you're just going to have to. Your tissues don't repair like they used to. Sorry. If you want to do all the cool shit we just talked about, run, jump, skip, hop, rock climb without pain, and you sit in a desk all the time, you're going to have to foam roll and stretch. It's going to help you out. That's what fit people do. You get to the gym a little earlier. You do that weird thing where everyone judges you, where you roll around on a foam roller and you stretch. It sounds terrible. It sounds agonizing, but literally it's like less than 10 minutes. Yeah. That's it. Like 10 minutes. Embrace it. It's 10 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Day. Yeah. Cause when you, when you have that negative outlook on it, that's just, that's your conditioned reflex to think that you have a choice to believe that, that because if it's I keep different. doing this, it's going to help me. Exactly. Cause it's different and everyone's going to judge you and it's different than what you do on a regular basis. But remember, it has to be fucking different because what you're doing right now is not working. And also know this, 71% of the American population is overweight. So it's going to be different than what they're doing too, obviously. It's going to be a change from what they would do because if you're doing their plan, you're going to be overweight too. The other thing you got to know is that the reason for people gaining weight in America is food quality. Bar none. It's a damage to our hormones from our food quality. That's why um, other nations where they don't have the, the basic American diet, where it has a ton of sugar and processed foods, they can relatively stay healthy without looking at a macro, without dieting. Well, you're going to have to figure out how to eat whole foods. You're going to have to cook. You're going to have to go to the grocery store. It's so hard. You're gonna have to, yeah, you're going to have <laughs> to figure these things out. And I know it sounds crazy, but like fit people cook. I've never met a person who's in great shape who buys only food cooked at a restaurant or a fast food joint. It doesn't work like that. You're not going to be able to do that in America. All that stuff is going to be super inflammatory towards you. It's going to cause you to gain weight. You are going to have to change your habits around food. You're going to have to go to the grocery store. You're going to have to shop for vegetables. You're going to have to shop for whole foods, meats. You're going to have to spend a little extra on grass-fed meat. But don't worry, because you won't be buying alcohol, so you'll have extra money left over for your grass-fed meat, which yeah. sounds insane. Or you won't be eating out. Extra. Not anything about alcohol. Eating yeah. out in general. You're, you're not spending all your money there. and that's Exactly. You're going to have to develop habits of cooking. I've never met a fit person who doesn't know how to cook. And think about what we're asking you here. It sounds like if, you, if this is giving you extreme anxiety – then you know this is probably the thing you need to fucking change. You need to cook. You need to embrace it. And you need to go through it. I was once told, um, just a quick side note, by one of the smartest therapists I've ever met in my life, um, that this is in this plane of existence, right? In this body, the only way that you're going to get growth is through pain, whether physical or emotional. So if you guys have pain, if you're getting anxiety around cooking and going grocery shopping and you're afraid that you're going to mess it up, embrace that pain. It's going to make you better. 
It's going to make you change. It's going to make you grow. So do it. You're going to have to cook food. Sounds crazy, but you're going to have to do it. The other thing that fit people do, almost all of them, especially in America, is they do some sort of resistance training. And I know this sounds crazy that you have to like lift weights, but after the age of 21 for males and 18 for females, we start to lose muscle. So if you want to look good in your 30s and you want to have that nice muscle tone, you don't want mom butt, or if you're a man and you want your testosterone levels not to dip to where you don't have an erection anymore when you wake up in the morning, you're going to have to lift weights. It sounds insane, but you're going to have to lift weights. I know it's scary because it's new and you're afraid your form might be bad, but you're going to have to embrace that too. <laughs> you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to figure it out. And the thing is, is I can't figure it out for you. Ross can't figure it out for you. You have to go through that pain yourself. No one can go through it for you. Absolutely, bro. But that, that's like I was saying earlier, dude. It's scary at first and it sucks at first. You're going to hate it at first, sure. But give it a week. Give it two weeks. You're going to start to love it. Uh, we got a dude in our, in our program. I was on our Q&A the other night. He was just saying how much he loves going to the gym so much. Like he, like it's his favorite time of the day. And, and before I don't even, I don't even know how consistent he, you know, consistently he went to the gym, but it, it definitely wasn't part of his, his routine. Right. But adding it in, yeah. it's now the best, the best part of his day. Like that's, that's crazy. Right. And I'm sure that he had a lot of anxiety around it to begin with. I'm sure For that he was sure. really afraid at first, and he was really afraid of judgment. All things that are going through your head right now, mm -hmm. you have to do it. Um, a couple more changes. Um, one of them is, is you're going to have to stop breaking commitments to yourself. Right, Ross? Yeah, expand. What do you mean? So, like, if you set your, set your mind to something, you say you're going to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. That's oh, what like, sure, people that are bro. successful and fit do. Like if I say I'm going to go to the gym tomorrow at seven o'clock in the morning, I'm going to be there at seven. I'm not going to go, Oh man, it's really, 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 really early. And so cold and so dark. Yeah. Excuse after excuse. I'll get it in the afternoon. I'll get it at night. You know what? I skipped it. I'll go tomorrow. Yeah. If you want to be successful, whether it's in fitness, business, in your own family life, don't break commitments to yourself. Oh, for sure. And you just start coming up with the most gnarly excuses. I got a story real, real quick. My boy, this last weekend, he doesn't listen to this, so I don't, I don't care that I'm going to say this. But, oh, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> First uh, and last. It uh, starts with an R. <laughs> I mean, you, you, know, you know who's in town this weekend. So All right. we were literally planning on going to, to play basketball uh, on, on Sunday morning, right? Um, I told him, yeah. uh, uh, sorry, on, on Monday, Monday afternoon, I told him, Hey man, uh, I gotta do, I gotta, uh, do this for work in the morning and do, do my morning routine, all that, but I should be free around 11 and told him this the day before he's got nothing. He's got nothing going on. Right. Mm -hmm. He knows what time he's got to be there or what time I, I'm going to be ready. So I text him like 15 minutes. Hey man, you ready? I come pick you up. And, and this starts coming up with the most stupid excuses. Like, Oh dude, we're, we got busy loading up the car. Cause we got to check out of the hotel. Um, 
And I was like, dude, you, you, you packed for two days. You're acting like you packed for a month. How hard could it be to pack up a car? Um, and then uh, all, I, all I told him was, uh, like we say on the podcast a lot, if you fail the plan, you, f- you plan to fail. Um, and, I, and, I, and, I left, <laughs> and I left it at that. Um, and it, it's just like, you kind of, like, if you are listening to this, I'm sorry, but, like, you start to sound like a, a clown when, when you start coming up with excuse after excuses like that. Like, like no, someone man, with, I think, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to cut you off, but I no, think you're the good. person, if they are listening, because I know who exactly you're talking about. <laughs> and I've known this person, and he has the biggest heart I've ever met in my life. And I'm very Facts. grateful to have this dude in my life. He's a great dude, and he's always means well. Um, but he all, he... I don't think he's aware of it, but he does consistently break commitments to himself Yeah, all the time. And that's like, for me, knowing him like four years ago, five years ago, yeah. and it was, maybe yeah. it's better now. And hopefully like he's grown a lot. Um, but he would set these, these goals, break them, make an excuse for it afterwards. Yeah. Set another goal. This is what's going to happen. Yeah. Break it. This we, is going to happen to where like none of us would believe him anymore. And we would just like, okay, I mean, that sounds cool, dude. He's such a good dude. You want to like embrace him. So I hope he is listening so that he can kind of like think about and kind of reverse engineer and think about every single commitment he's made to himself that he's broken. Yeah. Right. Like if you're willing, if you got a day job and you tell your boss, you're going to be there at seven and you show up at seven every single morning because you're committed, Mm -hmm. you're willing to be committed to your boss. If you're not committed to yourself, if you say, you know what, I'm not going to drink until the Super Bowl. And you pop open a cold one on a Wednesday night, break yeah. that commitment. You like, how are you committed more to your boss than your own self? If you say, uh-huh. Hey, I'm going to go raise enough money to go buy a boat. I'm going to have a boat this summer. And you're wasting your money on other shit or you're not working the overtime that you said you were going to. Yeah. How are you more dedicated to other people? Yeah. And, like more serious to those commitments than you are to yourself. Totally. And that, and that, I mean, that's, and that's where the phrase, like, if you can't, if you can't, uh, talk to talk, you know, or if you can't walk to walk, they don't talk to talk or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like if you're going to, if you're going to make these, the, I mean, I don't want to say unrealistic because, if, but if, if you know in the back of your head that you're not going to make those commitments, don't say, or don't tell yourself you're going to make them. Cause then that just turns into bad habit after bad habit and excuse after excuse. And it's never going to happen. You know? Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. So guys, I hope this helped. I hope this was a helpful, helpful yeah. podcast. Um, because literally you I need a good plan if you want to do fitness. You do. Yeah. But you also have to you have to you have to change. If you want your body to change, you have to change. So as a quick exercise, if you haven't done this already, and I know you're probably thinking, Oh, these guys are gonna give me exercise. They got, they're giving me homework on Thrival the Fittest. Yeah. You should write down the changes you want. And on the other side of the paper, write down the changes that have to happen for you to do it. And don't skip anything. Don't say like, oh, I need to get in shape, so I need to change my diet and I need to, to go to the gym four days a week. Write down everything. Yeah, make it detailed. Doing. Like detailed as fuck. You need to stop having crap in your house. You need to like, whatever, like you have to change. 
is to change everything. And you make those changes, you're going to see positive changes in your life. For um, sure. And if you're resistant to doing this exercise, guess what? <laughs> Good. Good. Because if you want changes in your life, but you're not willing to write down those changes, and you're not willing to write down what possible changes you need to make, then you don't fucking deserve those changes. I'm sorry Facts. for cussing again on the damn podcast. Facts. But you don't deserve them. If you're not willing to write down your goals, write down the changes that you want and write down what changes need to happen for that and take five minutes out of your time to get to those changes, then you don't deserve them. Yeah. Go back to living the normal life and just find a way to be happy with it. I like that. This has been Thrival of the Fittest. I'm Ross Poindexter, <laughs> episode 41. Dude, this was a good one, bro. Like, I, I don't even know what time we started this. That's how, like, passionate I, I, I was. And I know you were, too, about it. Um, yeah. It was dope. Um, yeah. Do, do we just end it then? Yes. Are you scared? Hey, real quick, are you scared of the coronavirus or however you say it? No, I have a super good immune system. Yeah, me too. But it's so scary. I just... Spread. Literally, like, whenever somebody yeah, gets sick, not. I play chicken with them and just, like, hug them. But I, whoever, I, don't think this is no, I don't think this is no common flu, you know? This is, like, a virus, yeah. like, like the plague. No, I know. And that's – to me, it's more of a challenge, Ross, <laughs> to see, like, what my immune system's made of. Yeah. So, um, yeah, bring it. Yeah, bring it. All right, cool. I was just curious about that. It was on my mind. Um, all right, Thrive with Fitness, episode 41, Ross Glenn. Uh, please rate us five stars. Yeah, please, please, please. Everyone's doing it. We need more. Uh, leave us some comments. We love to see comments. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say. Nothing less than five stars, though. Yeah. I wish we were going to edit um, Michael Jackson, the end of the Man in the Mirror song. was like, and make that change. That was that good. That would be dope if yeah. you could do it. Well, I mean – we're not gonna edit it, but like, could you just do it? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. All right. That's it. Adios.